Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corbin Kentry here with a breakdown of the action for Thursday, December 28th, where we saw a little bit of a sleepy day, quiet action as the new year is upon us here shortly. Just one more trading left of the year to go. I can't believe it can, but it looks like stocks are still very much in rally mode. Yeah, we've really just been kind of a holding pattern, a low volume period uh, for the market. You mentioned one more trading day uh, left in, in uh, 2023. Pretty amazing. Um, still have a lot of stocks uh, out there uh, acting well. Uh, Want to take a look at uh, two stocks in the Red Hot Enterprise uh, software group, Freshworks, uh, which is ticker FRSH, uh, and also UiPath, P-A-T-H. And uh, finally, uh, a Chinese-listed uh, stock that just is uh, really, you know, showing characteristics of a stock market leader. That's going to be PDD. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. So the Nasdaq down just fractionally today, four points. The S&P 500 up fractionally about two points the dow up one tenth of a percent today and then on the small cap side the russell 2000 down some four tenths of a percent but if you take a look at the daily or even weekly chart of the nasdaq the s p 500 and the dow it does still seem like all systems are go yeah, no doubt about it. It's been a tremendous uh, rally from the uh, you know from the early November, late October, early November uh, lows. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, we've been talking about a market that uh, might be starting to look a little bit uh, frothy. We've uh, we've run up a lot without much uh, consolidation, but uh, again, we're in this uh, low interest rate uh, environment with the um, you know with the U.S. Uh, dollar still on a, on a downtrend here. So I think the only thing that would change this narrative, you just have to think of what what scenario would result in uh, you know higher interest rates uh, at the start of the year, and that's just kind of tough to envision now. We've seen economic data that is uh, you know pointing towards an economy that. That's, uh, that's chugging along here, but uh, I suppose if we, you know, if we start to get really red hot economic uh, data and uh, you know inflation stays elevate, elevated, that that could be uh, that could be uh, uh, an issue. But uh, I don't know, you know, the, the really seems to be looking uh, looking strong here, and we've just been talking a lot about the action and uh, a lot of market leading stocks out there, very positive. Exactly, yeah, because as we're still edging higher here above all of those shorter term moving averages, stocks that have really been those explosive leaders out of the gate in November and December, it seems like they're they're holding firm. They're not yet really wanting to give back gains. Of course, you know, we always take things one day at a time. And I know, Ken, you're you're keeping a very close watch on how those leaders are acting. Uh, you know, maybe if it's some uh, tax selling as the, you know, new year is just right around the corner or, you know, what are you seeing in terms of uh, from a tactical perspective? Yes, we're, we're extended. We could be due for some sort of pause or pullback, but uh, better to just wait and see if and when that happens than uh, try to predict too much. 
Yeah, I mean, November was such a strong month uh, for the stock market, and uh, December's been pretty pretty good uh, as well. But, uh, you know, we've been uh, talking on IBD Live that, uh, you know, a lot of people are probably sitting on some nice uh, nice winners this year and, uh, you know, taking a little bit of money off uh, the table and maybe, you know, trimming some of your big winners, uh, you know, um, and taking some partial profits uh, makes, uh, you know, perfect uh, perfect sense here. So nothing wrong with uh, with taking taking gains in, in the stock market. And, um, you know, again, we'll have to see what uh, what January holds. January has been uh, a rocky month uh, from time to time in, in the past. Historically, it's uh, I think I saw over the past uh, 10 years or 10 uh, uh, statistic on the S&P 500 past 10 years, it's up uh, or it, it's up half a, half of the time. So half the time it's up, half the time it's uh, half the time it's down. So um, we'll, we'll have to see. But again, the this uh, Fed meeting earlier this month, I mean, it was a legitimate uh, pivot where uh, Jerome Powell uh, signaled uh, some rate uh, rate cuts uh, next year, and they're, they're probably going to start uh, as early as uh, March. So that uh, that tends to be good news for the for the stock market. Tends to be good news for corporate earnings. Uh, so we'll stay optimistic that this uptrend is going to continue into 2024. But uh, also recognize that uh, it's it's an extended market, not only uh, in terms of the major you know st- indexes and where they are in relation to their 50-day moving averages, uh, but also a lot of leading stocks have just uh, run straight up without much uh, without much consolidation. Exactly. And the NASDAQ right now is about 7.8% above the 50-day line. It looks like before the July pullback, we closed 8.2% above the 50-day line. And in June, 10.1% above the 50-day line. And let's look at the S&P 500. Six and a half percent above the 50 day. Let's see, roughly. I mean, we don't know on this reversal day, but around the highs, let's see, where were we? About five percent, and then looking back, about six percent. So starting to get to those elevated levels. Yeah, it's interesting also to look at the volume on the NYSE, at least when looking at the SP 500 index. You had that that violent uh, reversal where you saw very heavy volume. Uh, yeah, right there. And then uh, since then, you know, the index has been rising in pretty light volume and uh, touching some new uh, 52-week highs here, so that's another just thing to to, to keep an eye on here. Uh, again, it's it's way too early to get uh, to get bearish on, on this market. Uh, it is important to recognize, uh, you know, overbought uh, conditions and uh, you know extended stocks, but it uh, doesn't mean that you just you know sell everything and, and move to the sidelines. Uh, again, taking taking a little bit of profits here, and uh, you know, seems like good good strategy while while maintaining some exposure. Okay. Next on the list, let's take a look at the Dow continuing its climb higher. And in this run, not even coming down to touch its 10-day moving average just yet, but that's also a pretty sharp ascent here. Ken, it seems like the market breadth is continuing to hold up here. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, 2023 was the, at least uh, for a good part of the year, was the year of the magnificent uh, seven stocks, a lot of these uh, large cap technology leaders. But uh, but then, you know, starting uh, starting and really in October, November, you really started to see the financials, uh, you know, start to uh, participate. Uh, XLF has, uh, has made a nice uh, rally here. Some of these regional banking uh, ETFs as well, uh, KRE, you know, really, uh, really, 
know, acting uh, acting well here. So, you know, the home builders, uh, you know, have have been a tremendous uh, pocket of strength. And I, I would say that you know, if there are concerns about a slowdown for the economy uh, next year, I don't think that you would see this home builder ETF uh, trading uh, like it is. You know, it just seems to be pricing in pretty pretty good times in in 2024. Again, that 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 could change, but with the home builders acting so well, uh, that seems to certainly be a vote of confidence in uh, the health of the economy next year. It does appear that way. Okay, let's take a look at some notable names, including Freshworks, FRSH is the ticker here. We saw a breakout mid-month, and it's been holding up nicely ever since, Ken. Yeah, and this was not uh, an earnings uh, breakout when it uh, when it moved above that uh, handle, uh, yeah, that handle buy point uh, right there. But really like the way that uh, you know, volume was very very heavy as it uh, as it broke out, and then over the past week, maybe a little more than a week, you've seen volume really dry up as it uh, drifts lower here and holds uh, support at the uh, at the ten day moving average. So Freshworks, uh, maybe not a widely known name in the enterprise software group, but they provide uh, cloud based uh, tools for customer relationship uh, management and uh, also IT uh, automation. So uh, if we go to the weekly chart, you're going to see big increases in uh, in uh, in fund ownership here in, in, in recent quarters. Uh, that That's a positive. You've got a pretty good record of uh, earnings and, and revenue growth in recent quarters, particularly on the earnings side. You can see the adjusted profit for four straight uh, quarters, uh, reversing year ago losses. So a lot of positive, uh, a lot of positive things to, to like here. And, you know, we've been talking about these stocks trading tightly after after big moves and here's another example of what tight weekly closes look like on a, on a weekly chart here and it's just a sign of strength and support and uh, you know could presage uh, higher prices but you know we'll need the market to, to keep acting well here let's also take a look at path this is another enterprise software stock working on a couple of tight closes on its own now early in the month we did see an explosive move on earnings for this stock and it hit a little bit of resistance at first at that 25 level it's now above it living above that number here ken uh what do you think about this stock yeah, and you see the the relative strength line kind of moving sideways, but holding uh, holding near highs. Uh, you know, looking pretty good here. This is uh, an interesting uh, company, uh, robotic processing automation software that basically helps uh, you know customers uh, you know automate repetitive uh, tasks, uh, things things like that. So, uh, you know, kind of an artificial uh, intelligence play here for for sure. But uh, another stock that is uh, really showing strength and support after a bullish uh, a bullish earnings. Uh, move here. So again, the weekly chart. Uh, we're seeing just a lot of a lot of technical setups uh, like this. You know, here's another example. You know, that had that huge earnings move, and now you've got some uh, some tight weekly closes here. So yet another uh, stock that is showing strength and support. That thirty is that thirty six percent or thirty eight percent? I can't. Thirty six. Thirty six percent. Yeah, that thirty six percent number means that the the the, the stock gained. Uh, at least 20% from the uh, buy point in less than three weeks. And uh, that sometimes can tell you, you, you have a, a really a potentially a big leader on your hand. So you want to kind of try to sit through any, any pullback here and give this uh, stock as much room as possible to work because it was such a, a powerful uh, breakout. But, you know, another example of a stock just uh, trading uh, tightly, showing tight weekly closes and uh, tells me that it still has the potential to be a leader here. Exactly. And I feel like uh, this is another, 
signal of that widening out of leadership mm -hmm. and breadth because there were so many stocks like this in the enterprise software group that were just so beaten down and really were having a hard time recovering while we saw those mega cap names, as you mentioned, leading for a lot of the year. But now we're seeing more of these smaller stocks, uh, more of the high octane names with the, the triple digit growth that are starting to participate and look strong as well. Yeah. And Path, it was really a, a sharp uh... Uh, drop in, in 2021. You can see part of the weekly chart, uh, yeah, showing showing that uh, that drop here. So obviously the stock uh, put in a bottom and uh, consolidated and is starting uh, starting to move with some with some volume. So again, you've got pretty good fundamentals here. Uh, it's another another stock that's got great uh, fund uh, ownership. So that's uh, something uh, important that we like to see. Uh, look at at the end of 22, there were almost 400 funds in that stock. That numbers jumped all the way up to 652 uh, three quarters later. So uh, rising fund ownership is always, uh, you know, always good to see. It sure is. And now let's go to PDD out of China, a retail internet name there. And this is clearly the China leader right now, Ken, you've said it yourself, and it really shows up in this chart. Yeah, I mean, I I cover uh, Alibaba, and you know, it's just like two two totally different uh, growth stories here. You know, Alibaba is uh, stuck on a sharp, uh, you know, downtrend. They're in the same uh, business, and I think PDD's market cap re recently exceeded uh, that of Alibaba's. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they're they're pretty close, I think. Let's see. Um, so 213 billion yeah you are right yeah just uh, so it, it did surpass uh, alibaba's market cap i mean both alibaba and pdd are just uh, you know uh, e-commerce uh, juggernauts uh, in in the country and uh, you know there's been a lot of uh, regulation and uh, you know china stepping in and, and trying to particularly with alibaba but pdd has managed to sidestep a lot of uh, a lot of this uh, regulatory uh, scrutiny but uh, you know another stock that uh, you know would like to, to see it form a, a base here it could move sideways or maybe come down uh, if the market pulls back maybe this will uh, come down and test its 10-week uh, moving average the red line there um, and give a, and give a you know an a opportunity to buy the stock but look at the fundamentals here look at uh, look at the revenue growth um, you know it's not easy to find companies where the rate of growth is accelerating so with PDD it, it's it goes from 40 you know 35 to 46 to 54 to 89 percent you can see why that that move was so uh, explosive a few weeks ago so uh, great fundamentals great earnings uh, estimates and uh, you know clearly the uh, the standout performer in China right now it sure is. All right, Ken, thank you so much for your insights today, as always. And thanks everyone for tuning in. That is it from us. But be sure to tune in tomorrow morning on IBD Live, where Charles Harris, Portfolio Manager at O'Neill Global Advisors, is going to help us wrap up the year and look ahead on IBD Live. So we're looking forward to that. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you 10 minutes before the opening bell. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close for our wrap up of the year. Can't believe it. It's It's been quite a year, hasn't it, Ken? Uh, un unbelievable. Yeah, time is uh, time is going by uh, quickly these days, but uh, yeah, it sure is fun uh, covering the market. It sure is. All right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, everyone.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.